Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it's your first time. We focus on the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history, as those of you who've been around here a bit know. And today we're going to be focusing on a particular concert. This was done in 1976 uh, in England, and it was called Echoes of Ellington. And uh, came out on several LPs and a couple of CDs later on. It was done by Chris Barber, the... Uh, British trombone player who had quite an interesting career, uh, his jazz and blues band, and with them were featured uh, the Ellingtonian uh, saxophonist Russell Procope, who uh, had played with Ellington's band for about 30-some years before Ellington died and he moved on to do other things, and the pianist and organist Wild Bill Davis, who also had some Ellington associations as well, also some Basie associations. So we're going to start out uh, with some band numbers. This uh, concert was divided into really three different parts. First of all, the band, the basic Chris Barber band. Uh, we're going to start out with that. And then there was the Chris Barber band with the two guest stars, Davis and Procope, and we're going to finish up with that. And then there was a little interim section with uh, the two guest soloists along with the bass and drum, so a little quartet performance doing some Ellington numbers featuring Procope. And Davis. And as I mentioned, this concert was 1976, June 3rd. It was recorded live at the St. Ivo Center in St. Ives or St. Eves in Huntington, UK. A very uh, interesting concert. And the Chris Barber band was at this point about 25 years old in various incarnations. And uh, the partnership of Barber on, on trombone and occasionally second trumpet and Pat Halcox on trumpet and flugelhorn had been uh, consistent almost since the beginning, and they stayed together in this band for about 50-something years, a really long-term musical partnership, very productive as well. So also in this band, Chris Barber and Pat Halcox, we're going to hear John Crocker playing alto and tenor saxophone and clarinet, and on the numbers... Um, with Russell Prokop, he plays mainly tenor, but on the other ones he switches around. We're going to hear John Slaughter, who was a blues guitarist who played for quite a while with uh, Barber's band. As I said, it was called the Jazz and Blues Band, um, and they did quite a bit of each, actually. We're also going to hear Johnny McCallum on banjo and rhythm guitar, occasionally a solo in there as well. Jackie Flavel on bass, actually an electric bass, which was an unusual choice for a band like this. Pete York on drums. That's the band that's going to do the first two tunes we're going to hear, the Stevedore Stomp and Jeep's Blues. And on Jeep's Blues, and Stevedore Stomp for that matter, we get to hear quite a bit of John Crocker playing alto sax. All the other alto solos we're going to hear are by Russell Procope after that. We'll talk more about him later. So after those two tunes, we're going to go to the band, including the two guest stars, and we're going to hear Ellington's theme song, Take the A-Train, with a vocal by Chris Barber, which uh, uh, quotes the um, Betty Roche vocal uh, from the 1950s. Kind of an interesting choice there. But those are our first three tunes. Chris Barber's Blues and Jazz Band, doing Stevedore Stomp and Jeep's Blues, and then the band featuring the guest stars, Russell Procope on alto sax, and clarinet, I should point out, he'll be there later, and Wild Bill Davis on piano piano and organ doing Take the A-Train.
So that was the Chris Barber Blues and Jazz Band from 1976. We started out with Stevedore Stomp and Jeeps Blues, featuring some very good alto playing by John Crocker, who was a longtime uh, associate of Chris Barber. Uh, Barber's band started in about 1950. He was born in 1930, and he was uh, fairly young to the traditional jazz boom. Of course, that was the time when it was all getting started over in England. Um, and he put a band together with clarinet player Monty Sunshine, and uh, their trumpet player, who was actually the leader of the band at the time, was Ken Collier, who was kind of a legendary traditional jazz figure. Uh, but they fell out at some point, and Pat Halcox came in in the early 1950s. They started making records in the mid-50s, 54 or so, and they had an early uh, hit with the Rock Island Line, the Lead Belly tune that featured uh, Lonnie Donegan on banjo and singing, and it is usually that record that's given credit for starting the skiffle movement in England, using, you know, banjos and, and washtub basses and homemade instruments, things like that, that were taking their cue from the uh, hokum bands that were recording in America, the black uh, kind of uh, blues novelty comedy bands of the late 20s and early 30s. 30s, and that became a very popular part of British trad jazz as well. But uh, the Barber Band kept playing very respectable trad uh, in the New Orleans style through the 1950s into the 60s, and gradually uh, Barber, like his compatriots uh, Humphrey Lettleton and um, Kenny Ball and Alex Welch, started moving more towards swing and expanding their bands a little bit. But unlike those other groups, Barber also started embracing more traditional blues. Of course, during the 60s, the uh, American blues scene uh, was very inspirational for some of the rock bands, not so much the Beatles, but certainly the Rolling Stones and uh, some of the other groups as well, the Dave Clark Five for that matter. And uh, Chris Barber took a lot of inspiration from those groups, uh, those uh, black groups in America, and also some of the rock bands, I think, in England at the time. And he hired John Slaughter, the guitar player, who was a very, very effective blues guitar player, who obviously uh, had listened to Jimi Hendrix and uh, some of the other uh, players of that ilk, even B.B. King, and he brought uh, some interesting tone colors to the band, and we could hear that in Jeep's Blues, which also featured again uh, John Crocker on alto sax. So after that, we heard Take the A-Train, which uh, brought the two guest stars of this concert. I don't know if this was a tour or just one concert, but uh, the band sounded very well rehearsed. Barbara always used very good uh, musicians and very good arrangements, and uh, he ran the gamut from very early trad styles and blues styles up through fairly sophisticated swing, even getting into some proto-bebop at different points. So Take the A-Train, in addition to the band we just uh, heard about, also featured Russell Prokope on alto sax and Wild Bill Davis on piano. Wild Bill Davis uh, was known more as an organist, and he did on this concert, I believe, play organ once or twice. I'm not sure we're getting to any of it on this program. Uh, he's unfortunately kind of lost in the mix in the band numbers, but when we get to the quartet numbers, you'll hear some very good piano playing. Russell Prokope uh, had been sort of a prodigy in the 20s. He was recording with Jelly Roll Morton uh, when he was only about 20 years old on clarinet, and then in the early 30s, he became a lead alto player for Chick Webb's band, then for Fletcher Henderson, uh, a little later on for Willie Bryant, for lots of other groups, uh, Tiny Hill. Uh, we did a podcast that featured a lot of Russell Prokops playing there before he became one of the charter members of the John Kirby Sextet. We've done several shows there. A very musical band that required a high degree of musicianship, and Russell Prokop had it. Uh, he was known as an alto sax player, but he also uh, really enjoyed playing clarinet by his own admission. He didn't get any chance to do that with John Kirby. He did get some limited chances to do it with Duke 
Ellington. He joined Ellington as a a short-term replacement for Otto Hardwick in 1942, and uh, that short term lasted about 32 years. Uh, He stayed with that band. He alternated with Johnny Hodges playing lead alto, depending on the type of tune, and was sometimes featured on alto and sometimes on uh, the very woody clarinet sound that he got, very much like Barney Begard's sound, even though without all that technique. But some of those uh, earlier styled uh, tunes that featured Barney Begard were resuscitated for Russell Proko. So we're going to move on to the quartet uh, set. I imagine this was done in the middle of the concert, and it featured the two guests, Russell Prokop on alto and clarinet, Wild Bill Davis on piano, and uh, Peter York on drums, and uh, Jackie Flavel on bass guitar. So some interesting playing here, and we're going to hear four tunes from that group. We're going to hear uh, actually a couple of Johnny Hodges tunes that Prokop uh, played. I don't know if he chose to play them or was asked to play them, but we're going to hear a very nice version of Sophisticated Lady, including some more improvisation than you usually hear on this tune. Then a tune credited to Duke Ellington called Second Line, and Prokop introduces it, talks about the New Orleans influence, and he plays some very uh, effective clarinet on here. Then Prelude to a Kiss, and finally Perdido. Uh, So a nice little mini set of the quartet. the quartet within a band, I guess you'd have to say. And as I said, this concert was called Echoes of Ellington. So that's our set coming up. The quartet, Chris Barber Quartet, featuring Russell Prokop, Wild Bill Davis, Jackie Flavel, and Pete York, doing Sophisticated Lady, Second Line, Prelude to a Kiss, and Perdido.
second line is a short story of New Orleans. New Orleans is a place where they have parades. Parades are generally on the way back from the cemetery, a funeral, where someone has been interned, buried, that is. <laughs> well, anyway, that's when the happy time comes. You see, they have a sort of a jam session on the way back. <laughs> and it is a parade, really. So uh, this parade will be introduced by a York named Peter.
the throw hole. Jacket from Val on the base.
Some great versions of some Ellington standards there by a quartet, including Wild Bill Davis on piano. He was really a, uh, an organist, as I said, but a very good jazz pianist. He had been playing throughout the 1920s, excuse me, 40s. He had been a big influence on future or, or subsequent jazz organists like Jimmy Smith. Uh, he also was uh, sort of renowned for his arrangement of April in Paris, which uh, he recorded. He was supposed to record that with Count Basie, but some scheduling issue intervened, and Basie ended up recording it as a straight instrumental without Wild Bill Davis. And it became one of his big hits of the 1950s. And of course, Russell Prokop on alto and clarinet, he was known more as a, as a, as a section leader uh, in various bands. He had been greatly influenced by Benny Carter. Uh, he was slightly younger than Carter, but they grew up in the same neighborhood, and uh, he uh, always said he was his great influence on alto, at least in his early days. We also heard some very good clarinet playing by Russell Prokop on the second tune. First tune was Sophisticated Lady, of course, uh, Johnny Hodges and Harry Carney feature here, done in a slightly different way by Prokop. He almost sounds like Willie Smith in places, with a very forthright sound. Then the clarinet feature on second line, credited to Duke Ellington, and uh, sort of uh, bringing out the idea of the New Orleans second line funeral parades, as Prokop talked about in his introduction. Then Prelude to a Kiss, another great ballad, uh, usually associated with one of the two saxophonists, uh, Harry Carney on baritone or Johnny Hodges on alto. And then ending up with a rousing version of Perdido, showing some of uh, Procope, especially uh, his blowing possibilities. He generally didn't get a lot of solo space in the Ellington band, but he did occasionally. He had some features like Indian Summer and things like that, but he was uh, really known as, a, as an excellent section leader, and uh, that's that was his big role in the Ellington band when Hodges wasn't playing uh, the lead parts. So we're going to do three more tunes featuring the Chris Barber Blues and Jazz Band, featuring Russell Prokop and Wild Bill Davis, and these are Ellington or Ellington-influenced tunes. We're going to hear Squatty Roo, which was a Johnny Hodges composition, suitably featuring uh, Prokop. Then we're going to hear a tune credited to Russell Prokop called The Blues for Duke, and this features him playing uh, primarily clarinet, also with some good John Slaughter on guitar, and uh, sort of a ruminative blues, I guess you'd have to say. And then we're going to end up with the theme of the era. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. And these are all done with some very... I'd have to say clever in a good way arrangements, uh, making a small band sound much bigger and very well played. I should also point out Chris Barber's playing here had evolved over the years from a very kind of elemental New Orleans trombone playing a la Kid Ory into something much more sophisticated. He actually sounds very much like Lawrence Brown, and clearly he was kind of uh, trying to convey that style uh, on these Ellington tracks. Very smooth, very uh, technical, and uh, sophisticated. That's the word for it right there. So also in this band we have Pat Halcox playing trumpet and flugelhorn, Chris Barber, of course, on trombone, playing some second trumpet, and we heard his vocal on Take the A-Train, John Crocker on alto and tenor sax, and clarinet, we'll hear him on tenor on uh, one of these sides coming up, John Slaughter on uh, solo guitar, blues guitar, John McCallum on uh, rhythm guitar and banjo, Jackie Flavel on bass guitar, Pete York on drums, and then, of course, Wild Bill Davis on piano, and Russell Prokop on alto and clarinet. And so those are our three tunes to finish off this program. Squatty Roo, Blues for Duke, and it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing.
This number is uh, Blues for Duke. And I would like to respectfully dedicate this number to my friend, Duke Ellington.
There we have some really excellent small group swing playing called, at this point, probably mainstream jazz, but done with uh, mainly uh, British trad musicians and some blues musicians as well, along with the two guests, Wild Bill Davis on piano and Russell Prokop on clarinet and alto sax. And we started out with Squatty Roo, kind of a uh, version of I Got Rhythm that was cooked up by Johnny Hodges for a recording session. Then we went to Prokop's own Blues for Duke, featuring his uh, very New Orleans-y woody clarinet playing, and then ended up with a very evolved arrangement of It Don't Mean a Thing If It Ain't Got That Swing, featuring all hands. We also heard John Slaughter on guitar there in the middle, doing a good blues guitar feature. Pat Halcox on trumpet uh, and flugelhorn. I don't think he played flugelhorn on that one. Uh, Chris Barber, of course, on trombone. Uh, John Crocker on tenor sax, for the most part, through those uh, tunes. Uh, John McCallum on rhythm guitar and banjo, Jackie Flavel on bass, and Pete York on drums. And that was the Chris Barber Jazz and Blues Band from June of 1976, Echoes of Ellington. You've been listening to uh, The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for being with us today. Hope you tune in occasionally, or if not regularly. And uh, if you're interested in sponsoring us, we're looking for more members of the family. Check us out on uh, Anchor.fm, but you may be listening on Spotify, Apple, or any of those other fine podcast stations as well. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.